On this episode of the Faded Golf Podcast, John and I are lucky enough to have two guests on the show. Uh, one of our favorite golf buddies, Mr. Graham Cohen, our South African friend, and uh, Coach Bryant. Coach Josh Bryant is back in the program as well. We talk about playing in the club championship. We talk about going really, really, really low, and uh, as well as uh, the end of the tour championship and the new FedEx format. And last but not least, we review a Mandala seven-year extra Añejo, and uh, really excited to talk about that. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 35 of the Faded Golf Podcast. I may have uh, missed a little bit of the beginning there, but uh, we have multiple guests on today. Of course, uh, I'm Mark Julien, as always, with John Falkenberg. John, what's up, brother? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Um, lovely, as always. We are joined here in the studio, which, by the way, is, when I say in studio, it's on back porch Friday night with Graham Cohen. Gentlemen, thank Ch- you for having yeah, me. Yeah, Chatham member Graham Cohen. South um, African. Yeah. Where, South African. Um, <laughs> and then, and we'll get into Graham here in a second, but we also have Coach Josh Bryant uh, on the call with the call in. Coach, what's happening? Evening, boys. How we doing? Excellent. Thank you, sir. Um, we've had a we've had a nice entry into the uh, Labor Day weekend. Um, Friday, uh, long weekend. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty damn nice here in Indiana, um, and uh, I appreciate uh, uh, being able. to get out there and play a little golf with uh, John and Graham today. Uh, Coach, I'm sorry you weren't able to join us. I'm, I'm, after hearing about the round, I'm glad I wasn't there to play you today. What's a, what a day you guys had. Yeah, I don't think Webb Simpson wouldn't play him today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we, we did play from the Blues, so I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give it a little caveat there. But at the end of the day, I, I had ten birdies today. So ten birdies is uh, <laughs> ten birdies is kind of stupid. Ten birdies. Let's get this straight. Just the sixty-four. Fuck. Horse record. Uh, sixty-four. Low non-tournament record. Um, Chatham Hill. And uh, I'll, I'll take it for what it is. But uh, it was hot today. Uh, no, no putts were missed, other than a couple little lipouts. So. No, wow. let's tell the truth. He took a six on a hole and still shot sixty-four. Yeah, with a double, sixty-four with a double. Josh only oh. had four birdies. Oh my god! I I what? almost replied to an account on Twitter yesterday that asked how many average birdies do you have around, and I think that totally today just totally threw my averages off. I... But wow, that's um, I went I took it deep. That's uh, that's uh, I would call you cocky. With your statement there, but a guy that shoots sixty four can be your entitled be cocky. You can well, do whatever you want today, Mark. There's a little entitlement today. Whatever you want, but um, if I hear about it tomorrow, uh, it, I'm over it tomorrow. Um, Got to move on to the next round because here's uh, one thing I do know: it's golf, and we're all able to go out there and do what we do one day, and then the next day we all know it can be total shit. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you on like on five today. You about I almost hybrid. hybrid. Like, because you've been hitting the ball like a dickhead. Because I've been hitting it like a dickhead. On, I hit 
almost two out of bounds on five in the club championship last weekend. And I almost pulled hybrid and then I hit driver and got home in two and chipped it to one foot. And your driver was on today. I played well. Stupid question. Were you focused? Um, it was, it, you know, so what was kind of weird, and that's actually a great question, Graham, because it's a great question. Um, get the inside of this sixty-four. Um, we want to hear was, this. What was kind of weird is that I I listened to more Doctor Bob Rotella going into the club championship than probably anybody should probably listen to, like going into competitive golf. And um, today, I looked at my targets. And I hit balls right to my targets today. And I was probably more focused today than I, I was all last weekend and probably I've been all summer. And uh, with, a, with the exception of a couple shots, and I think we all can do that, where you kind of get a little um, not so focused on shots. But I, to, to, the simple answer to your question is yes, I was lasered in today, um, especially on, with putting. Um, but uh, didn't miss a putt. I, barely. No. Barely. He actually did miss a few putts. No. Any time you needed to make, he hit seventeen greens. <laughs> five under on the front, five under on the back. You missed your eagle putt. <laughs> Crazy. You missed two eagle putts. Yep. And alcohol was also part of the. Um, Capcom. It didn't hurt. Guess me. who was caddying him, Coach? Oh, I yeah, Co- Coach Falkenberg, huh? <laughs> Coach you guys Falkenberg. have a game going. Were you- we, we did. So we had we, we had uh, a TPC some TPC matches going. Um, so we had uh, it was is we had some singles matches. So John and I were playing Graham singles, just match play uh, for TPC points. And then um, we did have a it was uh, Graham and Sexton and Scotty played really and well. Scotty today. shot like. 73. He, he played fantastic. Um, wow. And so we did We did have a little four ball going on as well. Which I, was got fun. I got smoked. I got smoked. It wasn't your day. I mean, that was, I mean, it wasn't your day. You <laughs> usually... That was the ATM. <laughs> you know what, though, Graham? I mean, you shot 80. You didn't play great. You didn't play great on the front nine, but you came back and shot like 38 on the back. Yeah, I have an excuse. I have new irons. It, you do have new irons. I think you got used to them on the back nine. A little bit, of, yep. And uh, I think it was res- it was a respectable round for new irons and and whatnot. But but it wasn't nowhere near the class of you. I couldn't hit driver, and I shot par. Uh, I'm gonna steal that driver of yours. I'm gonna pause here for a second. We're gonna make sure this recording's working. Hold on. All right, so we're hey, we're back. Sorry, we were checking our audio. Um, Josh, again, thanks for for joining us. So yeah, it, it was a fun right day. There. We um, that was like uh, John was played well, sexy played well. Graham basically played his game and got fucking smoked today. Even playing his game, ATM. He was the uh, the ATM for sure. Um, thank you for your fifty dollars or whatever the hell I got off you today. I, I have no idea, but. Uh, at any rate, yeah. Uh, so, so Josh, I I texted you after this round. I sent you the scorecard, and you are my next match in the uh, the season long match play. Oh, are you ready to play me now? I, Do you want to? Are you ready? You know, unfortunately, I was. I when I looked down, I, I think I twinged the back, and uh, it looks to me like it's going to be October before I'm going to be able to play oh, now. No, that's. Yeah, I, 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 if I were you, I wouldn't blame you. 
Um, <laughs> but hopefully we can play in about a week and a half. Is the 10th going to work out? I think the 10th going to work out. Okay. So. so that could be a fun match. Uh, Live stream. You've been playing great, too, by the way. And I'm uh, and now with me, especially uh, with me on the first, I'm going to be a zero. So oh me having to give you four or five pops or whatever I got to give you. Where are you at right now, Josh? Um. I, I think I'm trending. I, the last time I saw, I was like four one. So, it so I might have to give you five. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to give you five. Ooh, so okay. that I, I I like you getting five shots. I, I'm not oh. gonna lie, but uh, at the same time, blue tees. You're gonna get game five on. shots <laughs> because <laughs> apparently I can throw birdies up. <laughs> and five uh, shots. Five yeah. shots. I love it. That's gonna uh, be a match. You got to negotiate a little better. So, so backing up a, hey, a jo- little bit. Hey, get right when you get there. You see Josh in competition mode. Get ready. Oh, I think it's gonna be a fun match. You're gonna have bottom bottom line. I think it'll be a fun match because he the dude's gamer. Yeah, call him. I call him the Flash. He's gonna be on the next T box where you're putting in on <laughs> the previous. We won't. Yeah, we won't. Uh, we won't bring a rain delay. I can tell you that much. Hey, coach. Um, so, so Graham, Graham, you know, I know he's, he's like best friends with Tim Grace. So, um, so, so he's probably pulling for Tim to make sure he gets to the finals. And then, you know, of course, Tim is going to meet you one one of us in the finals (laughs) and, and, and then Graham will end up caddying for him. On the 19th. And uh, Graham will end up caddying for him oh, and, like, you know, give him a hand I job. Shot, It'll be amazing. I shot 74 and I got beat. It was terrible. But uh, who is Tim playing? Um, you know, I'm not sure who Tim plays. Well, guys, Do you know who Tim plays? No. No, I, I'm not sure who Tim he plays. He even said it. Tim told me his name. I didn't recognize it. Yeah, I didn't re- It was a guy I didn't Probably some ringer we don't know about. Yeah. Right. How many guys are left in it? Four. Final four. So. Hey, coach. One sign up for. Yes. Sign up for the uh, yep. member yes. guest down at Wildcat. Last year I won Opens this one tomorrow. and the... Yeah. Oh, it does tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I'm putting oh. this in. Boom. So, so backing up a little bit, Graham and I also had a, a pretty a solid weekend last weekend. Um, we both ended up being first losers in the uh, Chatham Hills Club Championship. Um, Graham played in the, from the senior tees. I played from the championship tees. And... Uh, uh, he he went into I mean he is a a a to his credit he's like seventy eight years old and he he plays phenomenal <laughs> golf. There's sixty four over here. Really <laughs> Good lord! No, drink some more tequila there, sport. Hey, no, no, no. So, um, I'm actually shocked you haven't won this before. To be honest with you, Graham, you've come close three years in a row. Last year I didn't even shake. First year I came in second. Gracie beat me by one shot. Okay. I lost this year by one shot because Dan Smith eagled 18. Yeah. He hits his ball to the left of 17. the fairway. I mean 17, sorry. Hits his ball left of the fairway. I'm in the middle. I put mine on close to the green. I chip on. He hits his right by the bunkers. The rake stops the ball going into the bunker. He chips it in for an eagle. And I what, are you, what are you going to do? I mean, golf. great shot. Golf. Yeah, and he had a great shot. It's golf. So, by the way, I, the I, did we, I don't know if we formally introduced you. So, Graham Cohen, um, two-time runner-up in the Blue Tees uh, at, Ch- at Chatham Hills, also uh, across the street neighbor fr- from me, um, and, and phenomenal golfer, was a member at Wolf Run for a number of years, 
um, which is one of the toughest golf courses in the world or was one of the toughest golf courses in the world. Hell of a player. And uh, today we played together. Uh, we played together today. Had a great time. And uh, and and mainly because uh, we've got our, we had a little TPC match going on, as well as. And um, if you think he's choking, no, he's just South no, African. It's, it's he, actually yeah, his so real our, voice. Our South African brother was uh, hanging out with us today and making sure we uh, we kept it straight. And uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah, both both Graham and I ended up being runners up in the club championship. Um, it, Graham, it, it, two kind of scenarios. So Graham kind of faded on Sunday, whereas I played well on Sunday and kind of came back a few strokes and ended up being in second place. What but did you shoot? I shot 74 on Sunday. So, um, and then came out today and, and as you guys were joking and I know I've been kind of being an ass today. So we played our Friday, uh, TPC round and, um, uh, we had a little match going and I had 10 birdies and yeah, we've heard it like 13 times already. It was dumb. <laughs> so, it was a great round. Um, it was amazing. I'm, it was I'm awesome. surprised I got a hole by hole on the birdies. Uh, I could give you that, but I birdied all the That's part not. fives. I'll just I'll, and then it goes from there. So um, it was an, it was a cool it was cool to see. It was it was fun. Everything went down. If you had any, listened to us on 16, it would have been a 63. Yeah, if I would have listened to the guys on 16, could have been 62. I got aggressive on 16. Could have been 62 with the par. Okay, so you got an unlucky bounce. Oh, I, got, I did get an unlucky bounce, and then we didn't find my ball. Whatever, it is what it is. Um, 64. I had, I had, I had, I basically had one bad swing today, so um, I'll take it. And so, uh, so what do you think? What'd you think of this, Grammy? The sixty-four. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How I cut off my left nut to sixty-four? <laughs> it, w- it was weird for me. It was really weird for That's me. I'm not gonna lie. You've ever shot in your life? Oh, absolutely. I I I hadn't broken seventy before. Wow. Did you hear that, Coach? <laughs> That's Marka. You know. Someone who has, has walked next to a few players now that have 60, I've seen 62, 63, 264s. Like, yeah. was there a moment in the back nine that you started counting score, or did you kind of just, walking up 18, you're like, holy shit, I'm eight under. Like, what, what was your mindset on the back nine? It, the, what was weird is... Modelo. Yeah, Modelo. Um, I think yeah. what was interesting is that I, I I shot four under on the front, and um, it was it was kind of like one of those things where like I'd made a couple putts and I had birdied both par fives again on the front, so it didn't seem like out of character necessarily. It just seemed like I didn't fuck up a hole, and then I go out and I birdied ten, and the whole the other three guys they literally like, not that they stopped talking to me, but they were like we're getting out of his way, and I, I think when I hold yeah. the like. What was it? Was probably like a 15, 20 footer on 18? On, on 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was about a 15, 20 footer on 10. And I, so it was, a, it was a decent length putt. And I hold it. And they lit, they all literally looked at me and they were like, oh, shit, we're witnessing something special. And they, they, I could just, I sensed it across the group. They were like, we're getting out of his way. We're not even going to talk to this fucking dude. Like, go low, buddy. <laughs> go low. Coach, what did you what did you yeah. what, coach? What did you shoot like 
two or three years ago to win the that tournament prayer view? Sixty six. Oh yeah, the last round I shot thirty one on the back of the last. Oh nine. my Same god, to win, to, win, to win a tournament. So, so to kind of answer your question, like there never really was a point five handicap, where I guess two, I like six yeah. win a tournament. I mean, I knew where I was the whole time, but like I, I, tr- I, they were asking me earlier. They're like, "Were you focused?" And I said, "You know what? I really was. I was, I was laser focused on each individual shot and each individual putt, and I didn't get too ahead of myself, and it, it, it helped. I mean, it, it totally helps. Um, I made one bad swing on sixteen, and it ended up penalizing me." Probably could have shot 62 or better, but it is what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. So huh? you doubled 16. Is that that's the doubled? So I yeah, but I pushed it right. Um, so I had to hit like a cut around the trees on 16 to stay in play, and and I ended up trying to just hit it like a half shot low seven iron, and it just cooked, kind of came out kind of straight and hot, and ran How far through were you out? and the stuff. Oh, it's like 160, 570 yards. Oh, seven, I, you, that was too much. So I tried to hit a half seven iron, like just a half punch shot around the trees and it came out fucking flying. What did I tell you before you hit that okay. shot? Dude, everybody told what me to I lay up. Short left doesn't Everybody told it. me to lay up and it is what it is. Wait, it, okay. it happened when it happened. <laughs> and, um, I was just caddy all day. But I kind of read it. I was like, look. You... Everybody told me to like just lay up short and be done with it, but I was feeling hot, so I was like, fuck it. I might be able to hit a cut seven iron out of the rough. Who gives a shit? Right. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, everything else was working. Why not try to hit a cut seven iron? I mean, if you've never broke seven, play with house money. Absolutely. Right. That was the thing. That Absolutely. Yeah. I'd never broken 70 before. I was like, dude, even if I shoot 69 after this, even when I go to post it, Right. It's going to be on like an ESC fucking 66 anyway. Yeah. It won't matter. So. That's so funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you. Funny. I wonder if Blue Golf. I'll give you a thousand dollars. No, I got, I got from, the pop-up message on Blue Golf when I went to post it. They were like, are you yeah. sure? You know, like, the, hey, yeah. this is the lowest. <laughs> this is the lowest score you've ever posted. Are you sure this is it? And I had to like hit an OK button yeah. to like confirm it. It was like legitimately a score, and and so yeah, now I'm trending to a zero, which my leg, is weird. My leg just says, "Okay, here it goes again." <laughs> so, anyway, an, an, enough about great golf, amateur wise. Enough about whatever. What I, I do, and I uh, congratulations, Graham. By the way, on you, second place. Same to you. And uh, I, at the end of the day, the you and Cup. you and I are gonna fucking win. We're playing in the championship. I'm not, but you are. And uh, Josh, we're, we're going to win this thing one of these. You playing the Champions Cup? So, you playing the Champions Cup next week, Josh? Uh, I, I am not. No, you're not. I'm yep, not. Can not. you hear me? Yep, we yep. can hear you. He is not. He's out. Who did they pick the teams? You guys know? I uh, don't think they have. I don't know. But... Don't you in it, don't you? Yeah. So yeah, so the the club does like kind of a Ryder Cup deal. So anybody who finishes uh, top twelve in either the blue tier or the gold tier division is eligible. Unfortunately, I got some special stuff. Can't play next week, but should be a fun event. I will follow it. Um, it is. I want to. I want to get into last weekend. So we obviously, obviously, we had our championship, but the PGA had their championship um, in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, let's. Hey, you know what? Let's let's start right there. Graham, have you played uh, the course down there? No. I have. 
Okay. I have you, John? Located there and I've never played it. Never played it. East Lake, East Lake play no. East Lake. Josh, we played East Lake. Josh. I have Josh. not. Not played East Lake. So. I have not. Nope. All right. So none of us have played East Lake. We don't necessarily know what it is. Um, I felt like it was a very competitive course and that I think 12, essentially under, 13 under, maybe won it. So, like, that's under. that's a pretty good test. I mean, if you go gross, 13 under essentially was the winner. I think that was a, a pretty a solid test for these guys. Uh, what did you guys think, though? And, Graham, I'll, I'll throw this at you first. What did you think about kind of this whole, you know, essentially handicapping the field based on points versus doing this points thing and whatever else? It's new to everybody. We've got to get used to it. Yep. I don't think it helped the leaders at the time because the guys that were playing the best golf the three, four days in a row came out ahead. So Justin Thomas, what, he lost by four strokes? Yep. So starting two strokes ahead didn't help any. It didn't help him. Yeah. To win, I agree with that, but... It helped him put two and a half million or bucks well, in his yeah, They all got paid huge amounts of money. Second place got five million bucks. Exactly. Now well, I, it, it's annuities. I don't think it's cash. It's not. I think it's part. Like part of it is correct. Yeah. Part of it is deferred. Yeah, part of it is deferred. Yeah. So I, it's one of those better for a thirty. So old dude. so yeah. so what do you guys think about that too? And Josh, I'll throw this at you um, first to, to kind of answer. So like. Part of this and uh, part of the argument uh, kind of against this whole like big money pool and whatever else is that it's essentially them trying to take all the dividends and all the income that they've had over the year and like spread it kind of out to the best players, whether they've won a tournament or not or, you know, those kind of things. How do you feel about how they how they're dealing with the money? I don't have any problem with it. I, I think that the uh, I, I think that those guys have earned the right to play for that money. They're generating the revenue for the for the sponsors and the best players. I mean, it's 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 no different than the NFL, the NBA. Like, you know, the I mean, it gives the best players who are driving all that revenue the chance to play for a bigger piece of it. And and you know what? I love watching guys like Paul Casey nervous as hell over a twenty foot putt because he knows he's playing he's putting it for 300 grand i think it's awesome i mean he was shaking over his his, his uh, lag putt on 18 so because <laughs> he knew because he knew he knew how much I it was worth coach. yep so, you know these guys are all pampered they yep. all make huge amounts of money sure but this is like the creme de la creme of golfers and you know what you're standing over a five million dollar putt that makes it Right, you're right. They are pampered. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, they get they get so many luxuries too. And I I was listening. So I was listening to the No Laying Up podcast this week, and they were talking about it a little bit. And one of the things that um, I thought was an interesting take was this idea that they do spread kind. It's like an idea of spreading the money out a little bit. But they were also kind of making a take that like Tiger and Phil obviously weren't in it. Right, Sergio wasn't in it. Um, a couple of players obviously were like on the outside looking in and they didn't have a chance to get this extra bonus pool. And they were like, they feel like they might've been kind of cheated because they weren't necessarily in that. And, um, I, I, I thought it was an interesting take. And I also thought though, it was a short sighted take in my opinion, in that you look at guys and whether it's Rory, 
or Justin Thomas or, um, you know, whoever, like Tiger, Phil, whatever. I mean, obviously these big names. Those guys' livelihoods beyond playing the game are going to make so much money beyond uh, Chris Kirkpatrick or Jay Haas or, you know, like, name the guy, like, the, the random guy, right, that, that ends up maybe the 30th, like, Ches Reevy, who actually made pretty good money. He was, like, I think he finished top Ches 10. He, but he sh- and he finished top ten and he probably made a couple Chaz million bucks. Stick. But who and Finau? Here's a guy who's never won a tournament. Dude's making bank, bank. Well, back, back. I want to talk about one thing. Back up to the the way they started the tournament with the scores. I wanted to get you guys' input on this. So, you know. The way they did is they wanted to reward them for how they did through the FedEx standings. Sure. I get all that. And, like, you start the different scores. But, you know, I, I try to equate it to other sports, like the NCAA tournament. So, you know, do a seeding. You know, do something like, because, you know, Duke gets in as the number one overall seed, but they lose the first game. They start at 0-0. They're out. Yep. They should do a match play with, like, the 32 players. I agree. Get in the FedEx. Go. But they did do a match play. What was the um, event called? Well, yeah, no, I'm saying they do the world golf earlier for the final. But for this final, hey, you know what? Starting at ten under, it's just even Rory's like, this is kind of dumb. He's like, this is gonna, this gonna deter fans because like, okay, you're starting at ten under, and this dude's starting at par. There's fucking zero chance the guy at par has any chance to win. It's not gonna happen. I, 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 it's dumb. It's dumb. I go, I go, I go to that. I think there's more drama if they went to match play for sure. I like. I still like the stroke play because it, it, it narrows down the field. But I think you get it down to 64 or 32 guys or whatever it ends up being, and, and uh, these guys can end up having a, a pretty good game. What are you? Are you like You're moving? Right, you like you are you like moving door? heavy metal okay? over there, Josh? What is going on? Hey, you guys okay now? Are we good? What'd you do? What are you doing <laughs> there? Are you doing some work? Backyard. Did you lay out a hammock or a tarp yeah, or right. something? Like, yeah. what just happened there? Doing a little landscaping over a little, in the hood of Westfield. You know, doing a little, to keep up. A little wow. blacksmith work there or something? Like, <laughs> that was pretty incredible, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Eight under par, by the way, is leading the corn ferry. So, uh, out of at here, one of the hardest well, courses in the fucking United so States. So, let's talk about this oh, course a little bit. Has, so, Grammy's going down there next 13. week. I'm going down there the 12th. Yeah, so we are um, totally jumping. So, all right, time out before we go into that. Uh, FedEx, you guys like the new format or not? Like yes? I said, like I said, it's no. a good format. It doesn't matter if you're at the top. You've still got to play lights out for four days to win it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You, no. you, don't, you don't love it. I don't like the finals. You'd, you'd prefer match play. Coach? I, yeah, I like I'm I'm with Graham. I feel the same. I, I, I mean, match play would be cool, but... You still, I mean, still got to perform. You still got to perform, and the, and the and the guy who played oh, the best Rory, that Rory week did won. it. Yeah, he I won mean, regardless, though. He would have yeah. won the tournament. Well, regardless. was right on his tail. Okay, yep. he won by four shots, I think overall. I, I I think you can make an argument either way. I'm kind of toward John, where I think match play would be fun, but I totally, all, I I also can get on board with you guys too. They're like, hey, four days, guy played great, and he earned it. He earned and, it. And also remember this. Rory hit that one shot where the ball would have gone into the water. It hit that drain, and it stopped it. 
How yeah. I lost. That, hey, lost. <laughs> hey, there's a little luck in golf too, brother. There's a little <laughs> luck in golf. I don't believe it. So let's shift. So, um, you know, we, we get interested in the program to a degree on this show. Not a ton. But what is interesting is that the Corn Ferry Tour, I still, I don't, I mean, should we call it the Nike Tour or the web.com or what? The Corn Ferry is fucking dumb. But anyway, these guys are playing in Indiana right now, so which is yep. exciting. Um, have you played Victoria, Josh? I have not. Um, and Mr. Falkenberg's invited me twice, and I've had to turn him down. So I've had to turn him yep. down once as well. Um, and but Mark's also invited me, and then he turned me down. So yeah, that too. Back. I actually had to actually back out on my invitation for him too because I decided well, to go to John Mayer instead. Invited you, <laughs> but I did. I turned. I turned Graham down. Graham invited me, and I had to turn him down. Uh, John uh, John's invited me again. Now this is like you, this is your backyard, John. That you like grew up. Yeah, Evan grew up in Indiana. Well, I grew up in Newburgh, like right there, like my Southern Indiana from Victoria. And play with us on the 13th. Might have to do that. Yeah. All right, there you that go. Might have to happen. So, um, I didn't even think about it's that. it's pretty exciting. This is a special golf course. It's unbelievable. Um, there's there's nobody I've talked to that have played this that has played this that have said that it is not one of not only one one of the most special golf courses they played, but one of the hardest golf courses they played. Yeah. Um, there's so a lot good. of trouble you can get into. Lots there of is. There, uh, there's just a ton of holes. Um, I'm excited to, to hear more about your guys' rounds in the coming weeks as you go down and play. It's, a, it's, a, it's what's unique um, about it. It's, it's set up on an old um, uh, coal mine, stripper mines. So it's like all these Strippers? Deep what? Stripper mines. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Strippers. And my head just totally went Hip to the spot. Sorry. Sorry, no. Strip mines. That's what they call them down there. But... Um, Real deep, so it's all this. Wa- it's water everywhere around there. Yeah. Well, I saw. I mean, there's huge lakes, ponds, whatever. Off the, off the. Oh my God! Look at that shot right That's there. That's 18. That is insane. It is so, tough. Uh, apparently, uh, Coach, you and I got to get down there because, uh, from what I'm seeing right now, uh, we're missing out on some stuff. Um, let alone the, the, the. Have you played now? Have you played Pete Dye's track down there? I, 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 in. Um, I'm going. To my uh, French Lick, Coach. I, I've played the uh, Ross course. I've not played the Die course. Okay, so yeah, we. Yep. Oh, so phenomenal. Have you? Never. Oh my God, you don't either. Okay, so yeah, we have a lot of things on our bucket list for everybody across the board here. The Die course um, down in French Lick is phenomenal. Victoria National, phenomenal. Indiana Golf. I will tell you right now. And I, I don't give a shit who you are and who's listening to this podcast. Indiana golf for public golf. There are so many good courses that are accessible to play. It's stupid. It's stupid. From Trophy Club to the Fort to going out at Purgatory to going down to French Lick to going up north to South Bend and Notre Dame and yep. and, and, and everything in between. They're at, oh fucking and you know what Purdue and by the way IU next spring is going to open amazing. up a phenomenal golf course at Indiana University. Yep. It is going to be dude, this state has some of the best public golf you can play that is accessible. That and and we're you spoiled by the hey we're spoiled playing Chatham right we're spoiled. This is a Pete Dye track. It's fun to play. It's very fair to play. It's a great course, but the other courses we have the opportunity to play within driving distance are insane. Yeah, 
So I just want to go back to Victoria National. The hardest hole is number 15. Absolutely. I'm telling you now. So I played hard. Wolf Run and Wolf Run was hard. That that hole is harder than any hole I've played at Wolf Run. It's the hardest hole I've ever played in golf. I played it from the back. Dude, and 15 at Wolf Run is one of the hardest holes you'll ever play in golf. Exactly. I agree with you. There's only one hole I think I played hard. Was 15 at Wolf Run is the hardest hole in golf. Yeah. I'm sorry, it is. Your second shot is it, it, Dude, jail. You have to hit the most precise shot yep. there. Downhill. And what's sad. The second shot is up the hill. Yep. And you, you, you have to lay up, up and then hit a long... It's crazy. Insane. Two precise shots, but it well, and Wolf is unfortunately we'll see. Hey, you make make come back, we'll see. But when I started playing Wolf Run, the first couple times I wanted to quit because it was so hard. Yeah, I believe it. I believe that made you a better player. Schneider Jens, look at that guy, no hat. Schneider Jens, they're at the uh corn ferry. Well, uh, with with uh, with that, I I know we kind of digress in some stuff, but. Graham, I want to ask you real quick because we have you on the cat the podcast. You just switch irons, yes. And um, you've been a Titleist guy for how long now? Um, last four years. Four five years. Four, five years. Pretty dedicated. And you were playing the what were you playing before? AP threes. So you had the AP threes, and now you have these new model T two hundreds. T two hundreds. You played them today for the first time. First full round today. Okay, and well, I mean. I mean, give me a high, very high level. Like, what did you think? I mean, you obviously switched to them, so like you liked them on the range. But what did you think well, I'm in a, play? I'm a nut when it comes to equipment. So when the new equipment comes out, I have to buy it. Yep. So I've got to get used to these. Okay. If I get invited back to a podcast, give me a couple more times to play with these clubs, and then I'll be a little more honest about. It. <laughs> Did you did you have did you put in the same shafts that you had no, before? I have a different shaft. So, so in my AP threes, I have Project X's. In okay. This, in these T two hundred. True tempers. I have the AMTs. Okay. So uh, I so, so you made a shaft change. You made a head change. Um, I I looked down at your seven iron. I just pulled it out of the bag. I mean, it looked like a beautiful fucking club to me. Um, I I don't know how you can miss hit that thing. I mean, it was it was like at the end of the day, like pretty john earlier this year you switched to mizuno's from tideless and you have been like night and day like huge fan oh, uh, you it, you also gained almost what five ten yards at on least, each club at least so that that's a huge deal have you get do you feel like these have gained you I any know, distance i can't tell you so, so about know. well you're too early too yeah. early to tell yeah. josh did you make an equipment change at all this year uh not this year. I, I did last year on all my woods, um, but uh, irons are next uh, up. And was waiting. I'm waiting till the match play is over to uh, to make the change. So I'm, I'm okay. sticking with what I've had, but uh, all wedges for sure, if not all irons. What okay. clubs do you play, Josh? Uh, I, I'm I play uh, Titleist AP2s as well. So okay. I'm getting ready to. Getting ready to, to make the change. I may change the Mizunos. Uh, John's got me convinced. John's got you suckered in. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I made, well, I made zero equipment. <laughs> I made zero equipment change this year as well. Uh, I was I was tempted to, to look at a driver and I hit a few yep. earlier this year, but I'm I've stuck with the M1 for this is like my third season on the M1 now, and you hit I'm it so long. It, it it's fine. It's it's adequate. I mean, and and, and I've been uh, able to keep it in play, and I've been fine with it. So 
Uh, that would probably be my next club. I would probably go driver next year. Um, I also am looking at some irons, but what do you play? They, I, I've I've had S fifty fives for almost five years now, paying S fifty five. So they're good. Those are good irons. Though. Um, they've been they've been solid. I, I I will say I've upgraded my wedges almost every year, so it's not like I because I want some fresh screws and stuff like that. But um, the uh, and I, I did upgrade my hybrids about two years ago. All right, but so. I'm gonna ask just you and I. We're gonna we're gonna take a little poll so, here. We're gonna right. have a little pre-match like prediction. So, John, all right, hold on, started. hold on. I'll take care of this one. John Mr. and Host. Graham. All right, pre-match so, prediction. So we got it's on the tenth, right? Is that when the match is, guys? For yeah. you two, sounds like that. the tenth is coming up. So we can week and a half. Uh, five. He gets five shots. He's gonna get five shots on Mr. Are you five. Are you, are you trending to a five? Trending to a four. I don't know. I'm getting five, but that's fine. Oh, you'll you'll probably you'll probably end up getting a five. Wow, you'll probably end up getting not, five. It's unfair to ask you. Yeah, that's it's unfair. Big question. Because you're gonna pick Mark because that's all you've seen. That's if, right. I guess right. it just comes down to me. If I'm, that's Graham, a tough I'm picking Mark too. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do I have a quarter? Do I have a quarter? <laughs> have flip? Ten, ten birdies you. today. Ten, eight, hey, Josh. Ten yeah. birdies. Ten. He wasted them all, Coach. Ten. Hey, I, I'm already, I, I'm, I'm already I, prepping golf balls right there's, now. There's a, there's a meme online with uh, uh, Stan's dad where he's just got jism all over the fucking room. <laughs> that was me with oh ten. God. That was me with oh ten. Oh my god! Is that a par three? Jesus! I didn't. Even, I mean, oh. I didn't even have ten birdies over the damn club championship. That was fifty-four holes. I mean, right? That's a lot of, that's it, a lot it, of birdies. It was the dumbest thing you'll ever see today. Dumbest. It was the dumbest thing you'll ever see. I hold everything. Jeez, I would. Love it. I, if I if in. I had to make a pick, I'd have to just. I'd really have to take a coin. Seriously, and flip it. Because coach, coach so John, is solid. So, coach so is John, solid. John's flipping team. a coin. He has no faith in me carrying my current game into any additional rounds. Basically, he said, I, "Coach is my partner, man. I'm seeing him right. I've he been on his back. I was a fucking flash in the pan day to day." No chance. That didn't say no chance. That's why I said no chance to dominate. Now, now, no now chance Mark's to dominate. spending his own story. He's he's, he's building. He's, he's, yeah. he's building some some yeah. drama. Yeah, that's right. He's making his own drama right now. So what are you talking it, about? It, I have no idea what you're talking about. It, it, what so, I all I can say is about coach. He's a blue tea master. Like it's that's his it's his game. Did you I'm watch blue tea killer? Hey, you've never, dude, you've never broke 70 ever. You played the Blue Tees a bunch. I'm not going to say it's a flash in the pan. Right. Oh, wow. The prediction. The prediction there. Hey, look, I just said flip a coin. Because I've seen Coach play from the Blue Tees. I believe He can it. play. No, I, I think he and I are going to have a great match. Um, I think it's going to come from Hawaii. I do, too. I, 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 I 100% I don't think it is. That. I think it's, if one of you guys is going to kick each other's ass. That's what I think is going to happen. It's not going to go down. Someone's going to be hey. on 14. Yeah. You ask, you ask Kurt like, White. Like Mark tell you ain't going to go past Graham nine holes. <laughs> Kurt White says it won't go past nine holes. Because I whipped his ass so bad. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You know, it's one of those... He things, uh, you, know what, you know what I love about our match, Josh, is that everybody I've gone up to against this year... Not necessarily last year, because I, I obviously won it last year, by the way. But um, uh, this oh, wait, year... Wait, wait. 
You're the defending champion? Yep. Oh, did you know oh. that? Oh, okay. I you didn't, didn't know, know that? that. Okay, good. Know. Anyway. So, this year, though, I will say that everybody I went up against, they thought going in that I was going to kick their ass, and I fucking did. So, okay. I think the difference is, and why I do think we will go the distance, is I know you, because of your competitive nature, and I know who you are, you going into this, you have... You're not going to fucking cave before we even tee off on one. I, will, I, I, I will, totally know that. I will agree with that statement. Yeah, I am not. I am so, not afraid to play you. I can no. tell you that. <laughs> but every, I, I, be I believe, so and this is no disrespect to anybody yeah. else they played, but like every one of them, like even like through what the Texas, we're organizing those guys. We're yeah. organizing. I don't get those guys. We're organizing the matches, yeah. and they're like, "Dude, you're going to kill me!" Holes. Like all yeah. of them. They like texted me. They're like, "Dude." <laughs> They, they were done before we even started. They're all like, "Be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll be. It'll be over early." Like, not uh, one of them thought they even had a chance against me, which was silly. That is. Um, so anyway, so well, good. hey, coach, we really appreciate you having you on, uh, yeah. and uh, and talking to us a little bit about golf and uh, whatever else, and obviously local stuff. You know, the key to the Fade of Golf podcast is that we don't. We don't dwell on pro golf. It's not what we're all about. It's about like camaraderie. It's about playing golf locally. It's about playing let golf, me, you know, from the amateur level. Coach here real quick. And, hey, coach, and, and doing stuff. How's the uh, yep. how's, how's the team? How's the girls, girls team? team? I'll tell you what. We are we're playing some good golf right now, boys. We are uh, um, currently ranked third in the state, and um, oh shit, most likely. I mean, we. We we're actually ranked third in the state, and the team that the team that's ranked second, we beat by nine shots at the state preview. So I'm not sure how the how the rankings left it that way, but we're playing very good golf. Um, our returning state champion is playing really good, and uh, yeah, no, we're excited. So I mean, it's crazy. State uh, state finals are a month away, so uh, it's uh, it it's been a it's been a good run this month, and uh, and, and cautiously optimistic. Uh, to make a run at the state finals, uh, the team from Evansville is really, really good. Uh, but we're we're there. We're in the ball. We're we're in the game. So it's it's. it's I good like stuff. it. I like yeah. it. Well, Graham. Hey, Graham yeah. and I are, are available late in the season to come like applaud kids and like clap. Uh, golf team, Westfield golf team, and it, yeah, they they play everywhere. But like we we can help support you guys where yeah, how you right. need to. I don't think we I don't think we could have afford the time to probably be uh, coaches, but we are happy to help and uh, give you guys some gives you guys some kudos. So I love it. Thank you guys. With that, we're gonna, hey we're gonna let you go, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna review some tequila, which unfortunately you can't enjoy with us. Yep. But uh, uh, we appreciate you joining us on the cast, and we'll get Thanks, you uh, back on another time, yep. brother. Yeah, we'll see you soon, guys. All right, brother. Yep, see you. All right, hey, everybody. Uh, So we are back. Um, We are, uh, thank you to uh, Coach Bryant for joining us uh, earlier. Um, This is fantastic. Hey, Graham, back porch, baby. Cheers, man. This is awesome. This is great tequila. Oh, well, hey. So so what we do, I'm glad you're able to enjoy so what we do, Graham, is that we, we obviously talk golf, we talk bullshit, whatever. We hang out and we just end up recording it. But at the end, we always do a review of tequila. And so um, I, I got online and I've been looking at this bottle. It popped up in my Instagram and I was like, I was like what, is this, what is this mandala? Mandala. 
And uh, I, 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 so uh, my brother-in-law, Michael, he went out to California. He went to go visit some friends. And I'm like, hey, if you see this in a liquor store, buy this shit. Like, I'm like, I will pay you back. It's $150, bucks, $160 a bottle. I will pay you back. And he never actually ended up getting out and getting to it. So um, the beauty of the internet is amazing. Um, believe it or not, you can go out and just order shit online now, and they will ship it to your ass as long as a 21-year-old will sign for it when it, when it arrives. So I had uh, uh, two bottles um, uh, shipped to my office because then somebody can sign for it that is 21. And uh, uh, John and I reviewed that on the la- one bottle on the last show. It was the uh, the Cava Cava Ora Ora Cava Ora. Um, and it was a, um, it was a Anejo. It was about, or Anejo. Um, it was, uh, about two years old. And I love it. And it was fantastic. It, it was very much like a bourbon. It had a, like a nice sweet flavor to it. It was fantastic. Um, but the one that we are trying tonight, and this was the one that was, uh, it went a little bit above and beyond. I'm not going to lie. Um, $159 is the retail on this sucker. It's the, uh, Mandala Extra Anejo. It is a seven-year-aged Añejo in some barrels. And, uh, Graham, you've been drinking this for, like, the last hour. This is not tequila. It's a right? Let's give it a whirl. Let's give it a whirl. Let's, Let's give it a whirl here. It's a seven-year-aged Añejo. Um, and Graham says it's not tequila. Well, the first thing you notice is, like, the first drink of it, it's super s- smooth and sweet. Yep. And it doesn't have a bite. This shit is too easy to drink. Yeah. Yep. It's incredible. Can you it, buy this in Indiana? No. Nope. So that was one of the things. So like when we, um, and I, you, you obviously haven't been hanging out on the show, but the Clasa Azul. So it's a tall white bottle with white or blue hand painted freaking shit on it. You probably maybe maybe yep. you've seen it before. Um, and I, actually, you had it in my basement. I think I had you try it like earlier in the year. The Clasa Azul, right? The white yep. ceramic bottle. And um, that to me uh, and a lot of us, that sent the benchmark for like this is what tequila should be. And as we've kind of dove into this a little bit more and you see these things that have been aged a little bit more, um, this, it, it's, it's, it's on a different playing field. Um, I would agree with you, too. It doesn't taste like tequila, necessarily. Um, but what's cool about it is that it reminds me of, like, a Blanton's, where it's 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 a sweet yeah. bourbon that's just easy as shit to drink, right? You can get really drunk on this uh, <laughs> for tequila. It's good. It's great. Solid. Thumbs up. Definitely gift it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have the means, I <laughs> recommend you gift it. Um it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and so I, yeah, I hopped on a website and I ordered and had it shipped, shipped in here from California, from like a liquor store in California, and uh, I haven't regretted a minute of it. In that we've tasted these kind of higher end tequilas that have this kind of bourbon sweet feel to uh, or taste to them, and they don't necessarily have that kind of agave flavor or kind of bite to them like a like a tequila does. Now that being said, I kind of uh, like the bite. Um, I like a little this, bite. This if is unbelievable tequila. This, uh, because it's different, if you're looking for that tequila flavor, if you're looking for... It doesn't even taste like tequila, though. No. Yeah. If you're looking for, like, go Casamigos, go uh, Clas Azul, whatever. But 
Colossus of Azul is even more uh, like in this Heradura. category. Uh, Don Julio. Like I was drinking the Don Julio 1942 tonight. Fantastic. It gives you you get you get the tequila Patron flavor. Añejo. Yes, Patron Añejo. Uh, this different category, but so amazing, so amazing. Where do they sell this? Just California? Um, right, uh, in Mexico, you can get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've Texas. Seen, I've seen Texas and California distributors having it. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, good stuff. Good, good stuff. stuff. So. Huh? Graham, regular. thanks, thanks for joining us. Hey. Really appreciate it. It's been fun. I appreciate the invite. That was fun. A total fun. Uh, we end the show the same way every time, Graham. And I don't know if you've how often you've listened to the show, but uh, I've listened several. Hopefully, you've listened times. enough to know that I end the show with "Thank you, gentlemen, very much." Go out there, hit more greens, and you will score better. Maybe seventeen greens or something like that. You know, Ten birdies. Be fine. All right. Thanks, guys. Stand up. Pass out. Wake up. Fade it. Fade it. Thank you.